stiff arms of crap have <laughs> Draco's match right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to the eighth edition. I think it. I think it is the eighth. Yeah, the eighth edition of Blue It's Blitz. Uh, today we have, or today I have, uh, twenty-eight plays of CD Lamb to break down. Um, rounding out my um, last four prospects we have. So, um, or I have, like I said, with Lamb coming um, today. Judy, I'm going to do it on Tuesday, and then Rugs, I'm going to do on. Thursday and chase on on, on uh, Saturday. So four more guys coming your way. Um, should be fun. A little bit of a change up for me. We're doing a lot of offensive line stuff. There's a lot, a lot of offensive line stuff. So it's always fun to change it up a little bit, especially with receivers and corners. It's a position I really do um, enjoy breaking down. So like I said, 28 plays of Lamb. Um, the normal housekeeping, Jorby31 on Twitter just posted up Judy there. Um, I have, I have rugs ready uh, for the most part. The article already done for Jets X Factor. It's not up yet. Just got to post some stuff to Twitter there. So follow me there. Um, interact with me, whatever. Um, always check out Jet, JetsXFactor.com. That's where you get literally the it, – it's, it's, it's like P, PFF for the Jets and um, like a film breakdown site all, all in one for $6 a month, $50 a year. If it's too much, I, I get it. But if you're really into football and you're trying to learn more about the prospects and learn more about the teams, you actually know what you're talking about. It's the, it's the most like analytical fact driven site out there. There's not a lot, a lot, like a lot of opinions out there. Jeez, I couldn't get that word out. Um, so check it out for sure. Uh, as you know, if you're just checking out this, that's, that's fine. Uh, Blue It's Blitz on the podcast app, uh, Blue It's Blitz on YouTube, which most of you are most likely watching at. Um, we got another one star, or not a one star, another five star uh, rating. We didn't, we, we'd have never gotten a one star actually. We got, or I got a five star with a really good review. And I said something to piss the guy off, I, I guess. And he went back and changed his review to a one star. So it's a really good review with a one star rating, which is, eh, it is what it is. Um, we're having a mailbag too. After all those shows, I messaged or I told people last week, I tweeted out a couple of times. People haven't been asked as usual. I, I've gotten mailbags like 30, 35 questions. People are a little bit more tentative this time, I guess, with, with mailbag questions. But like I said, um, go to my Twitter and find the tweet where I'm, where I'm asking the mailbag or just tweet me for the mailbag or uh, tweet blue. It's blitz for the mailbag, my other Twitter, which is like kind of just for the show. Um, and then we'll answer it. Literally ask anything. Like somebody asked us about three, four versus four, three for the jets and who was ideal in those spots. Somebody asked me how I got into football. Um, I don't care if you guys ask about football, the draft for agency, you can ask us ketchup or mustard on hot dogs or a freaking favorite TV show, like anything to have some fun, um, before the draft, it'll be like a little bit of a more lighthearted show. So, uh, that'll be fun. I'm doing that with Kyle Smith, um, next Monday. So you have, you have like a week to send in questions. You could tweet at me, like I said, your B31, um, or you could tweet at blue it's blitz, which is B L E W E T T B L I T Z. Uh, that's like the secondary account. And then, or you can email me. I figured out my Jets X Factor email. It's just Joe, J-O-E, uh, period, blew it, B-L-E-W-E-T-T, with no spaces, at jetsxfactor.com. You can email me there too. Uh, any questions you, you want to ask. And even if you don't want to be on the mailbag, you just want to ask a question about football and you 
you're, and you're specific that you don't want to be on the show, you can ask. That's that's completely fine um, with me. So with the draft is coming in 12 days, I think. Uh, yeah, 12 days. So um, a lot to get through. I'm excited to get these four shows done. My two more reviews on Twitter. And I'm actually going to dive back into free agency. So I'm going to go back into finishing up my this year review, finishing up. Um, my Van Roten review, and I think that's only really the two I'm doing, unless they sign any other like you know good solid role players. Like I don't think I'm gonna do Josh Andrews because he shouldn't ever see the field, um, and people won't care about it. But if they sign like another like you know potential starter, guys who can compete for a job, an outside linebacker, a corner, whatever it may be, um, I'll look at their film. But to get into C.D. Lamb and his strengths and weaknesses, uh, like I said with with Lyman, it's one I'm getting limited limited uh, film. And it's also from not the best views of telling the defense they're facing. Uh, you don't get the end zone view. Like there's a lot that I, I'm not getting. But six two one ninety eight four five forty. I watched Texas, Houston, Iowa State, Texas Tech, Baylor, Kansas, LSU, and South Dakota are the games I watched. There's a couple that are missing there. Like I said, I don't have access to all twenty two college film. Um, the strengths that I listed, uh, extreme yak ability, offers uh, alter speed in, in routes, vertical, or just his vertical jump, uh, good hands, body control, vision, awareness, ability to track ball, works as a blocker, makes tough catches, not afraid to get hit over middle, contact balance, shows ability to get off press, uh, quick feet, shows some variety in releases, rockers, short strides, split. Uh, split releases, pressure steps, rock. Uh, I said rockers twice. No, uh, rockers, dead legs, etc. Um, works route stems at times. You'll see some examples where I think he needs to work his route stems more specifically against off coverage. Um, and I put willing blocker, so I put that in there twice. I gotta, I gotta proofread some of my stuff, but I just try to pump out the film. Who cares if I put it twice? Um, weaknesses: thin build. I, I, I think for him being six two one ninety eight, uh, he's a little bit. He's a little bit thin, to, to be completely honest. And I, that's why, and I'll show it, I don't get the DeAndre Hopkins comparison. Maybe it's because people watch highlights and he makes a, a circus catch or two, and that's what DeAndre Hopkins does. But I don't see him being able to box guys out like DeAndre Hopkins or hold his hold his line like DeAndre Hopkins or box him out of the top of the route or or any of that stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't see him having the size to do so. So is it because he has like dreads and, and he makes him – some tough catches with, with good hands. Like, I, I don't know. I don't see the DeAndre Hopkins comparison. Um, just recorded the show, which you'll be hearing on Play Like a Jet soon with Scott Mason, uh, where we wrapped up the three receivers, and I talked about them each a little bit briefly. And Judy, like I, I kind of said, like, okay, like the Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs type, type of guy. Um, and I, I think Ruggs like is like a maybe like a Deshaun Jackson at at his at his peak, like a guy who runs a little bit better routes than people think he they, they think he does. Primarily a deep threat, but can also be a punt returner and who can also take a bubble screen to the house. So he has some versatility. So I think that's a kind of a good comparison, I guess. Um, but for for Lamb, I really don't have a good player comparison because I don't know like what other top flight guy plays exactly like he does. Not exactly like he does because I don't necessarily like doing player comparisons regardless, but there's nobody I can really even kind of get on the same spectrum of, of player that's a top player. So um, it's kind of hard to do. So I kind of bailed on the questions that I rejected. I'm not doing it. So, um, But his weaknesses, a thin build didn't see much work against aggressive press, which he's going to see in the NFL and he didn't see much work against it. So that's a concern of mine. Uh, routes need a work overall, some wasted steps and routes, deep speed, uh, needs to set up corners and off coverage better. Saw a lot of open space in college. Saw him get frustrated with lack of targets. 
which is something I'll note down if, if he's, if he's throwing his hands up or put his head down or doing whatever um, with a lack of targets or inaccurate throw, it's something you want to note down. Um, he had some drops. I, I think his hands are quite frankly, a little bit overrated. Um, there were times where he would drop a ball that was right in his chest, uh, focus drop, whatever it may be, but he has good hands and like enough to do like a circus catcher too, but he also will drop, you know, an easy ball. So it's not like he has hands like Larry Fitzgerald where Larry Fitzgerald has like one or two drops a year. There were some years I'm pretty sure we actually had zero. So he doesn't have those type of hands. Um, needs to be more, more ready at snap, which I believe I'll show. And, um, Oh, and I put this not, not a weakness necessarily, but I believe his contested catchability is overrated. Which I which I find true. I'm not just going to agree with the consensus. I'm gonna I'm gonna go by what I see. So um, that wraps up his strengths and weaknesses. Let me pause it and bring up the plays. All right, first play here we have Lamb to the bottom. And in terms of like his fit for the Jets' offense and what each offers, um, they're all different. They'd all be different fits. He's more of like he's he's like a, he's a yak guy, um, more of like a possession receiver. I I think in terms of helping Sam Donald out in the red zone, he'd be the best option because, yeah, like I said, I think he's a little bit overrated in terms of him being DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think he's that. Um, but I still think in terms of getting a jump ball out of these top three receivers, he's he's the best option. So in this area of the field, you know, 20 inside uh, that red zone, I think he's probably the best option in that aspect. I think Judy, because of his route running, the, the Jets are uh, horizontal spacing, you know, West Coasty type of offense where timing matters. Um, the routes are, you know, linked up with the drops, the reads, et cetera. Um, and then you have Ruggs, who is a deep, th- he's a deep threat um, primarily. Uh, he can do some yak too. Like if you get him on an orbit motion, hit him for a screen, bubble screen, you know, smoke screen, shield screen, whatever it is. Um, he's a guy who could bring the football to the house. So he's, he's different than Rob Anderson like that, where people just think, oh, speed is speed. No, he, he, he has contact balance. He could find lanes. He can make quick cuts where Robbie Anderson um, really had straight line speed. It wasn't overall uh, agility that, that a Ruggs has. So Ruggs can be a little bit um, – he could be multidimensional too. And having a guy like Ruggs, and regardless if they're going to be the best receivers or not, as a defensive coordinator looking at the Jets before you play them, having Ruggs and Perryman on the same team, it's, it, that'll be concerning. Obviously, now with that being said, if I'm the Jets, I'm still taking an offensive lineman at 11. And I, and I like these guys, but if you don't have time to throw the ball, how effective are receivers? The, the, tra- the trenches are where you win. You know, uh, obviously quarterback, all, the entirety of the offensive line. I think every position is important. You can get away with a weak link or an average guy or two, but you you want, you know, three-plus starters on an offensive line. And, you know, right now the Jets have one. So you're going to pass some of these guys to hope Lucas Nyang or Austin Jackson's available in round two who might not be able to start their first year, you know, to put on the offensive line. So I think you add a, an offensive lineman, you have two hopefully plus starters in McGovern. Um and whoever it may be to pick at 11, hopefully Doga develops. So, you know, I'm still going offensive lineman, but let's look at, let's look at Lamb on the bottom. Okay, comes off the ball. Um, you have man coverage. You have man coverage on the bottom. Um, the corner has inside leverage, releases off the ball, short strides him. Short strides, either choppy. 
And this is really just to, it's to close ground. It's to, it's to get on his toes. It's to allow a break in either way. It's to confuse his eyes if he's looking low and he sees all those choppy steps. It's, it's not going to be as easy if he's taking long steps and you can kind of guess where he's going to go. So uh, I call that a short stride. Breaks off his right foot. The corner keeps backing up here, which is like, this is not good corner play. Like, if you are if you are going to back up, you you have to you have to get your hands on. But but in the NFL, if, if this guy's playing in the NFL and you're going to back up and give them a free release every time, you're going to get screwed. Like you could play soft shoe, you know, take take a take a, a step or two backwards, you know, inch you know inch back a little bit. But once he gets in, you know gets uh, closes that ground, either punch him or be reading his hips. We're going to be able to open up and, and stay over top. But this corner really does nothing. So regardless, he has been short strides, plants hard to the to the right foot. Could probably be a little bit more explosive on that on that that foot right there, but it's a, it's not it's not a terrible break, um, and he's open on the fade. He he doesn't get hit there though, so just want to point that out. All right, play two yak. There's a there's a lot of and I'll show it to you. There's a lot of yak that he gets in his game that looks, in my opinion, like I said, I'm going to be honest with my player reviews. It looks great, you know, when you're watching on a broadcast, you're not really thinking about too much like what he'll translate into. Will some of this work in the NFL against guys who are much more disciplined and better, better tacklers for the most part? Um, I don't know, to be completely honest. Like he has good balance stuff like that versus bad tackles and arm tackles, but a guy is a guy is form tackling him. I, I will see. Um, and it's funny too. I think somebody saw this play like, oh, why can't the Jets ever run a play like this? I think didn't they run like the almost the same exact play versus the Raiders with Robbie Anderson and Sam Darnold underthrew him? I think I think that was a Raiders game. I don't. I forget if it was an orbit motion flea. I know it was a flea, a flea flicker, and they hit him up the right sideline. So this might have been like an identical play, by the way. So uh, he comes from the the top of the screen right here in this orbit motion, um, fake handoff to the to the running back, or they hand off to the running back. Flea flicker pitches it back. He is he's um, coming up the sideline right here, throws the ball. Now he has great like awareness of of his lanes and things like that. But again. It's it's hard to get a lot of a ton of yak in the NFL, even though it's easier than it is today than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago because they had more practice. They had, they they can tackle more, they can work on their tackling more. Where now you have less practice time, so it's more about schemes and techniques than it is the the basics of tackling. Like you don't learn tackling from what you hear from NFL players like you used to back in the day. So, but it's still overall better. So catches the ball, he knows there's gonna be a guy over top, cuts inside. He's going to notice in his peripheral vision that this guy's coming from the inside. He's going to drop his weight, jump cut inside of him. He comes sliding by, which again, not the not the best angle. You know, you want to seem a little bit more prepared for that cut. It doesn't even look like he's running with his knees over his, over his uh, or his shoulders over his knees, so he's not even in full sprint right here. So he gets his ankles broken. Then looks inside, sees another guy inside, cuts back upfield. See, this guy's hips open outside or open inside. So for him to catch back up, he's going to have to either speed turn or flip his hips quickly to get back out on C. Lamb. So then he bursts to the outside, ducks through a, through an arm tackle, and is able to to get up the sideline for a touchdown. So does this happen in the NFL? Does, does this part happen? Sure. This guy might hit him. If not, you know, might tackle him. If not, he's probably going to hit him even better than that. And then this guy is going to have his hips a lot more square here. And most likely tackle him here. Like here, he's done. This this guy is gonna put his head like in the NFL. This is a situation. If you're a linebacker in pursuit, you you want this. This guy cutting back like this. That reminds me, like didn't like Brandon Cooks get laid out like that? Like he didn't see a guy behind him and got and got dropped. Like he sees him here 
and he drops his shoulder. So good job dropping his shoulder, dropping his center of gravity and powering through. I also like uh, this part. Um, I also like here as he's going through that tackle, he puts two hands on the ball. So it's like a little thing, but good job putting two hands on the ball right there. Just in case he tries to punch the ball out, ducks through that, and then he beats this guy to the outside. So good job. They're a great job. Um, it's just going to be different. It's, you're not going to get that on, on a lot of plays in the NFL. Play three. Pressure, pressure stem, pressure step. All right, yeah. Okay, so he's on the top of the screen right here. Uh, corner and soft press, we'll call it, two yards off, which I don't love. Kind of no man's land. Not really going to be able to affect him in, in many ways. So stems him inside. But then obviously he's not running full speed right there. It's like, a, it's like an altered um, speed. And it's really just to keep the, the, cor the, the corner square and kind of with his feet flat. Um, so he stems inside. Pressure step. So if you're, if you're going if you and, and usually um, you'll see guys like, okay, if, if this guy was running a post, he's going to attack the, he's going to, he's going to attack the, um, the, the DB's leverage, take one step upfield and towards them. And that kind of gets their hips to either freeze or turn the opposite way. And then you continue on your route. And that's what I call a pressure step. And then there's jerk steps, which is the same thing, but then you throw a rocker step in at the top too. So they think you're doing it to them again and you completely destroy them if you really set them up well. So stems inside with the altered, uh, the altered route speed, pressure step right towards him. So you can see how he's fighting to stay inside the corner, 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 pressure step, and his feet freeze. It's exactly what it's supposed to do. So it gives him the pressure step towards him, breaks off of it, and continues inside, defeats the hands. Now there is a safety over top. I don't know um, if they're bracketing him um, or if, if they're just truly double teaming him. So he doesn't get targeted here, but still really good job with that. And I'll show it in full speed, but you can see the altered routes, the altered route stem right here. Slow, slow, slow pressure step, boom, accelerate. And he's open. If he, if he hits him, you know, right here, if he hits him, you know, leading him on that uh, inside hip and maybe a little bit low to keep him away from some of that, from the hit of the safety, but a uh, good stem right there. Play four. Slot. Let's see. What do I dig? Attack football. Yak. All right. I'm going to have the opposite view of this too. Okay. So, um, again, it's hard to tell if they're, if they're in, in man or if it's, or if it's a combo coverage or it's some man, some zone. Let's, um, And man, I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna call it man. I'm gonna call it man because it looks like you have cover one, man, man, and then you have two linebackers right here who ha are gonna have the, the tight end and the running back. These guys, whatever it may be, so it might be like a cover one hole. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's man coverage. All right. So he stems. So the stem is good. Um, I like the stem. This guy, he identifies the man, the man coverage, or this guy at least responsible for him at this point. He attacks his leverage. That's the key. That's the hold him where he's at. So he stems towards him, back up field off of that third or fourth step, whatever it may be. Um, here, the 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 route's going to be a little bit rounded at the top here. Regard, I don't have to watch it because you see how he's hopping into that step. 
like he's hopping into it. He's not really aggressively throwing that. You really want to see him slam that foot into the ground, like throw it into the ground as hard as you can. Like you're trying to freaking, like if you were, if you had one shot in your life to, to snap a log in half, like you want to throw it into the ground. And that just comes by watching film. Like you got to know what it looks like. That's not what it looks like. It, he hops into it. That his, his body's completely upright. So he's not really committing to, to that break. Um, and either, whether that be, looks like he just tries to break right off of that. So there's no stop step, but you still want to see commitment to that, to that, break foot um so it's going to be rounded at the top let's see okay so you can't really see but it's definitely going to be rounded at the top i can tell you regardless so um i like how the guy is in his hip pocket he comes back to the ball so good job attacking the ball um it almost slips through so let's like see his hands a little bit tighter here they're a little bit separated but at least he attacks the ball looks it in catches it but you got to be careful right there just in case the guy the guy was to get his hand on and punch that he's it's probably going to slip out so um and then the guy is high obviously he's trying to he's trying to work that hand into there good job wrapping up the trying to wrap up by the by the corner so he tried but he shows that contact balance that just that strength ducks his head ducks under the block switches his hand even like little like little stuff like this, you got you you should you need to note it for for receivers. There's a lot of guys coming from different directions where they can punch that ball out. So it comes a little bit low right there. That that ball and it's it's it's, it's that's loose. If he does it all the time, breaking tackles, but this is kind of a situation that's not going to happen all the time. If you can hold it a little bit tighter, great. Um, but I like how he automatically switches hands. You want you want that ball on that you know on that outside hip when you're running to the sideline. You don't want that near the guys. Makes it you know harder to reach for them. So good job switching it, keeping it relatively tight to his body. Um, you'd like to see the tip of the ball tucked into the elbow, so it's a little bit loose right there. But he still holds it into the body. Breaks another arm tackle. Tight rows up the sideline. Touchdown. So I'll play that in full speed so you can get some appreciation for it. Like I said, good yak guy. I just don't know if it's going to happen all the time like like it happened at Oklahoma. So. I really, the best part of that play is him attacking that ball for sure. You like to see the hands be a little bit cleaner, a little bit cleaner of a catch, nice switch of the hands, throws his shoulder down, another arm tackle, breaks it, touchdown. Good play. Rocker. All right. Wait until I see. Uh, Judy's show is going to be fun because some of his route running, it, it looks, it's just ridiculous. Um, like I said, Lamb needs some work to me. Okay. So he's in the slot. I was looking where, where he was. So he's in the slot. So he's going to the corner initially has outside leverage and he's going to work. He's, or sorry, he has inside leverage and a work to get outside leverage as the ball is snapped. And he just throws a slight rocker step. You see it right here. So he stems him. He stems at him initially. He's on the top of that, on the, on the outside of that hash. Rocker step. So let me see what the corner's doing right here. He, he angles off around that rocker step. So the rocker step is where he's going to. Throw that left foot in on this situation. Throw that left foot in like he's breaking inside. And then off of that, you're going to go left, right, and then back out the direction of, of the first step that you take in that rocker. So rocker right here, the little head fake outside, inside off the next foot, and break up field. So nice little nice rocker step. Boom, boom. Gets the guy to react and jump inside. Uh, looks like he swats away that hand or swipes away that hand. And he's open to the top of the – or he's open to the top of the screen in this uh, – Hoss concept. This is what I think the Pats were the ones who first called it the Hoss concept. It's almost like a pole concept, but a pole concept. This guy threatens vertical, um, and then sits at like ten to twelve, where this where the Hoss is like more of like a hitch and a seam. So Hoss concept. 
he's most likely open deep unless there's somebody over top of him. But regardless, nice little, uh, nice little uh, rocker stuff right there. Boom, right there. Good job defeating the hands, and he's he's open at this point. So good job. You're going to see some more examples of his route running that needs work, in my opinion, but that, that's a good play. It was very slight. It wasn't too dramatic, anything like that. He didn't throw his, his feet outside of his frame. Um, okay, he is at the top of the screen. Yeah, top of the screen. First... Looks like another like uh, I kind of looks like blown defense to be honest. Well, you have one man, one man. He tries to pass it. Okay, so you have cover. You have cover one. Cover one hole. Man, man, man. You have the whole player right here who drops out. Man coverage, man coverage. Yeah, so I'm gonna call it cover one hole. Looks like, and he's just expecting this this whole player to pick up that guy. That's why it looks like that. Um, so you have lamb on the top of the screen facing man comes off the line, not exploding or anything like that, which you'd like him to see him with. A, actually for this reason, it's, it's, it's relatively good. He stems out his guy with an altered route speed, which kind of gets him to be more comfortable in his back pedal. Um, staying a little bit straight up. And then once he, he once he sees that outside, he just accelerates past him. Accelerates past him. Okay. QB throws the ball. Looks like there's a little bit – they're a little bit off timing. Um, it could be an inaccurate throw. It could be that he expected the back sh – the, uh, the quarterback expected Lamb to look for that back shoulder earlier. It could be Lamb expected, you know, the, the vice versa where he expected a little bit deeper. Um, regardless, he uses that – it looks like he uses that push by. Again, when it's, like, when it's grainy like this, it's a little bit harder to see. But plants um, – Stop, break. Okay, so he gets his hips out relatively fast, or relatively good there. Um, uses the push by, I'm going to say. The ball is just a little too far outside. So decent, decent route right there. Next play, lamb concentration hands. All right. So you have him in the slot to the top. Um, and for the people who, like, followed me on Twitter, you re just re you read the article as well. And you hear me re refer to, like, top three, top three. One, two, three. That's the easiest way to say it. Um, if you want to start going like, okay, outside the, you know, the, the Z, the, the outside slot, inside slot, like you do all that too, the X, um, split end, whatever. I'm not going to try to get too fancy, but he's the, he's the inside slot right here, the number three on the top of the screen. Up the field, selling vertical with his shoulders, which he is going vertical. Um, seam route, bender route, whatever it may be. Where a seam, if it's a cover three, is just going to continue vertical. If it's a cover two, it's a, you know, and he breaks inside on that post. People call it a bender route. <clears throat> um, so, breaks up the field. Can't see the rest of the route. He gets hit deep. Now, the thing that I would like to see here, like a, like a, tr like a guy who really attacks that ball, is not what he does here. You could see if this safety, if the safety was to track this ball better, and maybe and, and maybe close some distance on Lamb before he went up for this. This is most likely an interception. In the NFL, I'm gonna call this an interception if he doesn't attack the ball. So yeah, it looks pretty, to be honest. Like, okay, like I, I don't want to just give him a positive for everything for sure. And I have some criticism of him. I'm probably a little bit lower than him uh, than some other people. Like it's I have clear I have a clear number one. Judy is my clear number one. 
Lamb is my number two, but there, but there's not a ton of separation between him and Ruggs for me. Um, or actually there is. I, I, it's definitely a clear number one, clear number two, clear number three, but there's a bigger gap between him and Judy being number one than it is as Lamb and, and Ruggs being fighting for number two and number three. So here I would like to see him attack this ball more. You, you, you see he, he jumps up late and catches the ball, which, by the way, hits him in the face mask, so he needs to track that ball better. Um, in the NFL, again, if the safeties are closer, he gets hit, and the ball is like this, and he only has the back, the, the ass end of it, um, and it hits him in the face mask, he's going to drop that. So one, better hands he needs to have, better technique, because his hands are wide, they're not together, they're not in that diamond um, catching formation you like to see with the overhand catches. And the safety, if you played that better and tracked the ball better, that's a pick um, instead of being what it is. So, yeah, it looks great. Okay, he caught it, but not good hand technique. It hits him in the face mask. He catches it. He's able to stay up and, and fight for an extra yard or two to get in. But overall, again, this, this works versus Iowa state. Does it work in the NFL? No. Unless the safety is bad, uh, to be honest. So some good, some bad, but good job getting him for the touchdown overall, I guess. So, uh, next play. Oh, by the way, I didn't bring up him in the show. I was going to, um, just an update. I don't know. Been watching a lot of TV. There's really nothing to do. That's why you know I, I look like like a freaking chia pet. My barber's not open. All this stuff. Um, been watching some TV. Watched Tiger King, uh, which was weird but addicting. Uh, fiance puts on something the other night that's called the uh, Don't F with Cats, and I had no idea it was going to be. I was like, this is going to be stupid, and it turned out to be a really really um crazy type of show so i'm not going to tell you what it's about but just trust me if you do trust me watch one episode give me one hour of your time go watch don't f with cats uh, i don't want to say just in case kids are listening or whatever um so just just give it a chance and let me know if you do watch it uh, if you have twitter let me know dm me whatever if you would email me like i said email me but just give it a try because i was like this is gonna be freaking stupid and i watched it like this is i, I watched all three hours because three shows three hours uh three one hour shows and i watched all three hours right in a row um so top of the screen number one he uses a split release where he's going to bring that foot back to to even with with his back foot um some people will bring that that front foot or the, the front foot all the way even to the back foot. Some people will bring it, bring the, the back foot halfway up to the, to the front foot and that, that the front foot halfway back to, to get even. Um, well, to get even with, with that foot. Split release, usually they're, they're both coming together. Uh, get even is where one comes up to, to the other. It's like little differences, but I call them different things. So I would call this a split release. Um, and like here, like I don't, the release is nothing special to be honest. Like he, he does a split release and the guy goes to, to like jump jam him, which if you're going to do an aggressive jam, get tight to the line of scrimmage. Why are you trying to jam from, from two yards away where you're going to have to reach for the jam? You don't want to ever have to reach for the jam. So not a good job of the corner, but the split release, there's really nothing in here that threatens him to, to be completely honest. Like he just drops that foot and releases outside. So there's really nothing great there. Um, in, in my opinion, it's not great cornerback play because a corner in the NFL, they're going to get tighter and actually hit him, or they're just going to shuffle outside. Um, and if he was a shuffle outside here and he had better technique, then he's going to squeeze him right to that sideline. So again, some improvement. I don't, I don't love that release. Um, and he, I like, you know, okay, he's, he's dipping his shoulder out, but he's also look how much he was at the bottom of the numbers, 
Now he's all the way tight to the sideline. NFL cornerback, they get their hand on you, they're going to squeeze you right out of bounds. They're going to take you completely out of that play. So um, it's, it's, it's an okay play, but it's overall, like I said, there's, there's improvements. Like people call him the best route runner. The, it, no, he's not. He's a decent route runner. He definitely needs work. Um, he's nowhere close to Judy. Um, so up the sideline, breaks off the – or stop step with that right. But uh, I can't – it's hard to see his feet. Um, they both are wearing white shoes. That, that's going to screw me up. But um, regardless, he stops with the right foot right there, throws it out. It looks like it's a pretty solid step. Looks like he commits to it relatively. And it looks like he uses a push by again. It's harder with this grainy type of view. Um, but good break right there. He gets his hips out relatively fast on the stop. Looks again like, like he might be using a push by, but he's turning – outside so it's probably not a push by to be honest um so an okay route I, I think it's a relatively sharp break at the top i like to be a little bit closer to to evaluate that even a little bit uh closer concentration oh uh, yeah there's not much to break down on this one i remember this one top of the screen um he runs a he runs a speed out um and then the corner's bailing right away and inside uh this the the route's not great. I, mean, I had a whole argument with people about speed outs. Not a whole argument. He, I don't know if he even listens to the show or not, but whatever. Um, and me and Marcus just talked about it. Uh, you don't want to lean into speed outs, and you still want to cut off your outside foot. The only difference between a speed out and like a square cut, depending on what kind of square cut you take, like, okay, you're going to take two stops, one stop. That's um, fine. It's whatever you're comfortable with if you're out running, but – the only difference between a regular, it's you don't cut off different feet. Like I said, if you're if you're running a one step a, a, a break on a square cut, okay. If you're cutting to the outside, throw your left into the ground as your stop step, break off of your right, and then cut outside. Now with that speed out, the the, the speed part of it is you don't take stop steps. So you're now you're instead of taking that stop with the left, you don't. You're just gonna you know you might have to shorten your stride a little bit before you take that that speed cut, but you break off your right. You you never break off of the inside foot. You just don't. So um, presses inside, gives himself some room outside. He gets a little shove right there, and then he and then he breaks off of his. He does he break so he does break off of his right foot, but it's and maybe it's because of the push. I'll give him a little bit of a pass here, but it's definitely not the sharpest break. You can see how rounded that is. And he's able to make and he's able to make the catch after this, but well, that's for different reasons. So it is a little bit rounded. Um, you see, like that foot's not really under his frame too too well. That that uh, dry foot. Regardless, it's it's not a huge deal, to, and I think it alters him a little bit that this guy um, tries to reroute him a little bit. That linebacker underneath. DB underneath, whatever he is. Quarterback has not good mechanics there um, at all. It's a, it takes a, take a, uh, takes a bucket step. Doesn't really have a great base throwing that ball at all. And it winds up being short. Linebacker tips it, or DB tips it. Good concentration by, by Lamb to, to look the ball in and catch it. And then picking up an extra yard or two. So good concentration by him. Again, the route could use a little bit of work, but I'll give him a little bit of pass because he did get rerouted a little bit. Um, terrible job by the quarterback. Terrible, terrible job by the uh, by that linebacker. Yak. Okay, again. 
Uh, I think he's a bottom. Listen, and you look at a picture of DeAndre Hopkins. That is not, and I know he can grow and stuff like that. That is not DeAndre Hopkins. He, he's he's slender. He's not he's not a very big guy. Six two one ninety eight is really not that big. I'm six foot one one eighty one eighty five one ninety is my heaviest. So, and obviously he's a lot more muscle than I am. Uh, he's a professional. He's going to be a professional athlete, but two two more inches and me being another ten plus pounds is really not a huge guy. So, um, DeAndre Hopkins is like six one two fifteen two seventeen. He's a beast. Like he's a big dude. So, I don't have the same body type like at all. Like you need to be a big dude to to be compared to DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think their game's the same. It's just not. So they hit him on a hitch to the bottom of the screen. And again, this is just, this is just his, his ability to find lanes and things like that is, it, it is really good. So outside leverage, he's trying to force him inside the, the, uh, the wide receiver uh, picks up the block. He cuts inside, continues inside. He sees this guy in his peripheral vision coming over the top at a, at a hard angle over the top. Cuts inside of him. Sees this guy coming down at a hard angle. He's gonna he's gonna flatten his his, uh, his uh, track out right here. So he flattens it out. Jumps over him. Nice little hurdle. Continues upfield. Continues upfield. Um, switches the ball into his right hand. Good job there. Being aware of that. And is able to just break one one more arm tackle and push through another forward to get uh, into the end zone. So, good job. Next. Oh, this is this is a play I take. I, I love showing this stuff because I, I've seen multiple times in, in my couple of years of putting up film and getting, I, I, I would hope, progressively better. I, I went back a couple, probably a couple months ago, and I looked at some of my original stuff. I was like, oh, that's like, gro- it's gross to me now. Uh, it was good for me at the time but um you always got to get it better and it's it's so funny i was talking to uh, eric turner from uh, cover one if people know who that is and we were talking about just the it's 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 a hard it's kind of like a hard you're, you're between a rock and a hard place because you want to watch a lot of film to break down a lot of stuff for people to put out content but it's it's a happy medium between that and, and watching more film um, to learn things because I don't know everything. Like I, I, if there's an offensive line clinic from McNally or something like that, like I can watch or I get, you know, I, um, somebody sends to me or whatever. Um, I'll watch it. Like I'm not going to stop watching stuff because I stop learning and that's, you're just stupid. So it's, it's kind of like a funny place. Like where do I have to watch film today? Should I break down the seer film or should I watch an offensive line cl- clinic for two hours? <laughs> you know? So, um, top of the screen, I like to see him a little bit more like he's, he's standing pretty straight up and that's, that's a wasted movement right there. Bring that foot back. Just, just drive off with the front foot anyway. So I don't, I don't love that release to be completely honest. Um, he definitely get out of it with more tempo. Stems the corner inside. He just runs them off. Okay. So it's not a huge deal. He's, he's just running them off. He knows it's going to be a run play. Um, so this, oh, this is what I was saying. So to the people who, and I, I've seen it, I don't know. I, I went to go talk about it. I went to a completely different topic that happens. Uh, don't show me wide receiver blocking. Who cares about wide receiver blocking? Listen, one, it'll spring. It'll, it'll, it'll get you an extra two, three, four, five yards. Or in this example, I'm about to show you a touchdown, an extra, how many yards, 30 yards. And it also shows me dedication to your team. Um, yeah, he will drop his helmet sometimes and things like that. If he doesn't get the ball, but he's also willing to block. 
if I was watching college film, college tape, college YouTube highlights, whatever this is, because it's not really film technically, it's, it's broadcast angle. So college broadcast angle. If I see a wide receiver who is not blocking for his running back, for his quarterback, for his other receivers, how dedicated is he, is he to the team? And what does that say about him? Is he going to be dedicated when he gets the big paycheck? Is he going to be dedicated when he's not getting, you know, balls thrown on like that type of stuff. So it shows me dedication to your team and it shows me to be quite frankly, cover your kids ears. It shows me you're not a pussy. Like, I'm sorry to say that, but no, I'm not actually, because if I'm, if when I was playing football, if you see wide receivers not, not blocking because they didn't get the ball, they got called out. Like just block. Don't, don't be, you know, don't be a little, a little, you know, whatever. So, Runs this guy up the field uh, to 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 uh, to to run the the corner to get him out of the play. Blocks him. He knows the running back's angle to the outside. He's going to to just drop his foot right there, drop his shoulder into him. Good play. Now, if he didn't do that, you're you're going to question him. How dedicated? How dedicated are you? Are you are you a pansy? I'll say. You know. So, good job dropping his shoulder. And listen. If he didn't do this, he cuts this guy off. Whether it be he has to break the tackle, slow down, jump cut inside, he has inside pursuit. He probably gets tackled. So because he, because he does that, he gets an extra 25 yards or so, 20 yards, whatever you want to call it, for a touchdown. Bad, just bad job of that guy right there. But um, still, that's the reason that matters. So you have people on Twitter, don't show me wide receiver blocking. Who cares? Listen, if you don't care about wide receiver blocking, your 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 standing to me goes down downward trend. It that that matters. It does matter. So that's why I show that. So good job by him. Um, bring up the next play. Next play. Drag past sticks. He's on the bottom. Again, just some slight criticism. He's not very ready in the stance right here. His hands are low, which is not a huge deal. Off guys, off coverage. You know, soft press. You'd like to see them more ready. Um, just like oh, just like an offensive lineman, and you like to see some more knee bend here. They're most likely going to see some recoil. See that that's wasted movement, and you're going to line up like this, but you want to reduce that that recoil right there. So all of that is wasted movement. So it takes an extra half a second to get out of his stance. Uh, corner with inside leverage. He gives him a dead leg right here. This is what I call a dead leg. So he's people say like this is extending your one step as they as they say. So you're gonna bring that that one step up, and then you're gonna just kind of take just uh, how do I even say that like movement after movement with that with that 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 front foot at first backwards. This call they call it a dead leg. So dead legs them. And it allows you to square him up. It allows for a break. Really, you're really doing it to break inside. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna dead leg and cut the way, the opposite way of your front foot. So some people say it allows for a break in opposite in either direction. I don't agree with that. You know, short striding and foot firing does that, but a dead leg is more to just kind of lull him to sleep and confuse him. Where it's not gonna work for us all DB, uh, NFL DBs because his hips are the way his feet are pointed. You're gonna guess more inside for him to cut outside right here and pass that up front foot. It's over top of his hips. It's not going to be as easy to cut outside right here. Um, so still uh, squares him up with a, with a dead leg, dead leg. So you keep that front foot stays in front um, after the initial one step. So extends the one step, dead leg. Stab outside with a head fake, slit head fake. Runs the um, the slant, which he flattens out. If you want to call it like a deeper drag, whatever you want to call it, I don't care. I'm not going to get you know 
crazy about that stuff. He runs it past the sticks, though. I like how he's, he's past the sticks. He's, not, he's, not, he's a yard behind it. Again, we criticized Perryman for running it too short last week. So um, could improve his hands right here. Again, the hands are wide. So this is what I'm saying. Like, okay, he has gr- he's great hands. Does he have great hands? And there's drops I'm not going to just put on. I'm not going to go to his drops. Which there was a couple. There's three, four, five of them that I saw. At least three or four of them. Um, but I want to see clean hand catches. Like, we're, we're watching that Perryman film. Remember, we, we brought up me and Marcus again, which if you didn't watch that, go back. It's in the archives. We're talking about the new Jets receiver with an NFL DB, or ex-NFL DB. You want to catch that tip of the ball. You 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 don't want it, you don't want to catch the back end of it or anything like that. And this slips through his hands, and it looks like it hits him in the face mess or the chest again, and he catches it. So is that great hands? Not not to me. I want to I want to, I want to see that diamond. I want to see him catch the tip of that ball. You don't want it to squirt through your hands, hit your chest. Now it's loose. Now it bounces off your chest. Now you get hit. You don't have it full control, but now it's on the ground. Catch catch the initial part of that ball. And if it does slip through a little bit because it's a it's 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 fast velocity, uh, velocity, it slips through a little bit and you and you catch the the mid portion of the ball. But you don't want to be catching the end of the ball or let it hit you in the chest. That's that's when you get hit and things pop out. It hits you in the chest. It pops out. Whatever it may be. So, um, good. I'm I'm okay with the route right there. Catches the ball, not a clean catch. He knows that the guy is going to be working most likely over top because he don't want to break inside it, and he's going to be um, working at a hard angle to try to catch up breaks outside so good job just knowing where where the guy is hand on the ground to maintain balance knee on the ground which technically in college isn't that calm down um i guess so right so some college rules i'm like did it really do that in college like i don't i watch college enough but not like the nfl so I, but once you your, your knee down knees down in college i think the play is done might sound stupid for even for even saying that but i'm blanking out right now so um Good job overall right there. Not, not a ton of yak, but let's go to the next play. Meh route. Okay. That's like my – that's always my wording, meh. Like I'm like, eh, it's not terrible. It's not great. Let's see. Um, off man. Again, here to me, and we'll break it down more, he doesn't do – there's not much in the stem that he does. The guy's playing inside leverage. He stems at him. And it breaks out. So like he stems out him for one, two, two and a half steps, three steps, and breaks outside. So the corner is is open right here. So if any, if anything, like okay, maybe maybe throw some more work in here. Continue to stem him outside, or continue to stem him inside. But if you don't want to get too far inside, because because it's, it's going to rest up uh, mess up your time with the quarterback, stem outside. Now now shift back inside. Make make him make him speed turn right here. Make him flip his hips. Give him give him a give him a rocker. You know you know. Um, you know, plant off of this foot. Look like you're cutting inside, and then plant off the next the next step with the right, and get back outside. But he doesn't do much with his stem right here. He he just he just takes it pretty much right outside after a three step stem inside. So he doesn't do much right here. And my problem with this too is you see how far he bows it outside. He's 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 at the when he starts to cut outside, he's like the middle of the numbers. If anything, right here, if you're gonna get this outside, get tight to him. If 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 you're getting a back shoulder fade, a vertical, get tight to him. Work your body past him. Stack him if you can. Obviously, if you can't, then you you're gonna want to to push into him. You know, hold your line, and then it gives the quarterback much more room on the sideline right here to, to to throw the ball for you to work to the ball, whatever it may be. But when you're not when you're gonna bow out like this, receivers, the good guys in the NFL who are faster are gonna get their hip into you and just drive you right out of bounds if they're good. 
um, or they're gonna, or, or you know, they'll drive you, even if they don't drive you right out of bounds, which is hard from this position. I'm, I'm maybe being a little bit dramatic right there. They're gonna play through. They're gonna make you tired to the sideline, and it's gonna be a lot harder throw for your quarterback and a lot harder catch for you. So he bows that way too far outside for me, and he doesn't do much of this route step. That's that's my feeling on that route. Um, now with, with and then and then here because he doesn't really do much. And this is not called pass interference on the on the defender. It's actually called on Lamb because he gets his he gets he gets, he keeps extending the hand into the shoulder, tries to push him away. Um, so it's actually pi on on Lamb right here. But there's not not a lot of work into that route stem. So I don't I don't love that route. Definitely uh, smart yak. Okay, is this the speed out? Let's see if this is a speed out. No, I was wrong. Okay. Stems outside. Let's make a make a bender or a seam route, whatever you want to call it. Goes outside, which widens this guy out. The DB bends it back inside. Okay, I'm I'm okay with that catch. See here, his hands are definitely tighter, and he catches the tip of the ball. Better catch. Now this is like the, he has like you said. He just he's a smart player in terms of his yak and how he sets up his yak. He knows that this corner, because he's going to break inside, and the corner's going to be breaking downhill and towards him. He's most likely because he's because he's coming at that angle, going to be working to his inside shoulder. Even though you would want to see that DB attack the out the uh, the outside shoulder, so he has to you know come into inside pursuit. So not a good job by the by the safety DB whatever he is off man, and good job by Lamb knowing that. And the, this is impressive. The, the foot that he lands with he drives off of so like nice like lower body flexibility power off the legs um to to do that that's not necessarily the easiest thing to to be able to break on the same you know leg you're landing on that's that's landing 197 pounds especially when he's a little bit lanky again his he's not a huge body frame i don't i don't i don't agree with the deandre hopkins thing so catches the ball breaks outside and he's gonna accelerate for a touchdown i believe here He's got decent speed. Listen, four or five, don't get like, – obviously, if a guy's a four two, great. But don't get wrapped up like, oh, he can't be a good receiver. He runs a four or five. You know who runs like a four or five-ish type speed? Keenan Allen, one of the best receivers in the NFL. Michael Thomas, they need to set the receptions record last year, two years ago, whatever it was. He runs like a four or five plus. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion, the best receiver in the NFL, um, runs a four or five plus. So, let's not – don't get wrapped up into it. Obviously, speed is nice, but it's not a necessity. Um, I'll play in full speed for you. It's, it's, it's impressive for him to land off that off that foot right there and break outside of that same foot. Good, good job by him. Good job knowing he'll be he'll be at a hard angle inside in terms of the pursuit of the uh, over the top defensive back. Fifteen, or a little bit more than halfway through, got twenty eight plays. All right, lull. Again, like this is a, this is a. This is not going to happen in the NFL. It really shouldn't, at least. But DB and off coverage, um, which, again, in the red zone, it's not bad. Uh, if, if anything in the red zone you want as a DB, you want the guy to work outside of you. But you don't want to automatically backpedal. Like, don't give him this much room. Stay over the top. So he stems him. He really does not want to get beat inside, but he he's just not ready. Look at all you're, – when you're angling your hips off like that, you're, look at all that space he has. He has four or five yards on him, five yards on him of space, and his hips are open. He's, this, is not, this is not hard for, for, 
for Lamb. So good job stemming him inside. And he's not even running a hard route. Like, that's way too easy. He doesn't really do much there. He stems him inside. His shoulders are upright. He's not exploding out of his, out of his break. Like, that's, a, that's not even a good – like, honestly, like, for how – that's not a good route right there because he's not exploding off of that. And his foot, his drive foot, is still outside of his frame and he's leaning on it. Like, you're not going to create a lot, of, a lot of drive off of that drive foot when your body is, is leaning into that and it's outside of your frame. You'll see Judy – there's times where Judy is making a 180-degree cut – and his drive foot is under his his uh, frame better than that. So I would like to see a, a crisper route right here. I want to see him play, uh, take a playoff. So I'd like to see him throw, really throw that foot out there a little bit more and explode off of it. Um, maybe more in front. Nah, not too much in front of his body. I don't, I don't think it's in bad positioning, but he really needs to explode off of that and, and work that, dry, that uh, drive foot so it's not outside of his frame. So it's not even a good route. The corner just gives it to him, and he just tracks it. Easy touchdown. Any any hands catch any any catches it with the body more. He cradles it. So again, even if he's beat this bad, an NFL DB who's faster than this is going to play through his hands right here, and just that 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 you know quarter of a second that DB is going to swat it out. So he doesn't set it up very well to be honest. I'm not impressed with that play, but it's a touchdown. Um, he alters him with some like some like altered route speed where he's a little bit slower, but exploding in and out of that break. Don't don't get lazy with your breaks right there. Uh, versus weak tackle. He's the inside slot, outside slot, inside slot number three. Same type of route we saw from before. Bends it inside. Quarterback throws the ball. Here to your chest, you, you want to see him extend it. When it's, when it's like to that belly button crotch area, it's, it's a hard place. Unless you're going to drop your hips and, and attack the ball like we saw Perriman do, you can catch it underhand. Um, but when it's when it's like your rib cage above, you you want to see him extend to the ball. So I like to see him extend for the ball right here instead of catching it with his body. Again, hands wide, and he he catches it with his body. But the cornerback comes with a with a he he he's not able to tackle him. You know, arm not not arm tackling him, but um, he ends up did he trip over Lamb's foot right here? I don't know if he trips over Lamb's foot, but um, at this point, unless you wrap him up and and like kind of. Uh, I forget the tackle's called when you're going to basically wrap your wrap your arms around his hips and just drop your weight and try to spin him. Um, he looks like he trips and he's not able to tackle him. Again, you know, good balance by him, good good lower body strength to be able to maintain his balance and get off of that tackle. Uh, works upfield and it's a touchdown. He's not even running anymore. So, good job by him. Not the best tackle. Looks like he trips to be honest, uh, just based on what I saw there. Seventeen. Yak speed out. Okay, so again, it's like me. Me and Marcus talked about this. So right here, if you're DB, are you tipped off that he's running outside? I think so. He's his foot's pointed out that way. He's leaning that way. A good NFL defensive back, as soon as they see this, they're breaking. This step, they're 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 break, and they would be more over top right here too. And and this DB even sees it to be honest. Like he he starts to see it, and he breaks. Maybe it's a quarter of a second too late, but he breaks on it. Again, NFL DB makes that tackle. 
He's going to drop. He's going to wrap up the hips. He's going to do everything he has to do. Uh, most likely NFL DB is going to put their, put their helmet across his back right there. Um, so if he is break the tackle, he has to come inside, but he's going to, he's going to, he's going to put his, his hat across his, the, his back right there, um, wrap him up and, and bring him down. So this would be in the NFL, a three yard route. If, if even so, cause they would break on it quicker and get there quicker, but he's leaning. I would like to see him stem more up. You know, if you have to alter your stride to shorten your stride to allow for easier break to reduce some speed, instead of going 100% on your route, you go 90, 85. Um, don't lean into it and then just break. It, you don't, you, these, these, these routes, these speed outs, there, people are getting taught where you're, where you're kind of almost breaking, in, breaking into the speed out off your left foot or your outside foot is not proper. And like I, again, me and Marcus talked about it, former NFL DB, that's not what you want to do. You want to time it off of that right foot. So maybe it's one, two, three, fourth, fourth step on your, on your right foot, extend it. This is, this, this foot's a little bit far outside of his frame. It's a little bit far outside of his frame. And again, it's, it's, it's rounded. That is not what you want to say. This, this foot wants to be under, under his frame to drive him forward. That's, that's not the best uh, footwork route running. So he really leans into it. Catches the ball, you know, good job peeking inside and breaking outside, breaking an arm tackle um, and being able to run forward for, oh, okay. So yeah, he continues this. So it looks great in the NFL. This is a three yard route. So it's, it's, it's projection versus what you're just like seeing. Like, I don't think this goes for more than three yards in the NFL, but breaks the tackle. I like this part of it. I like how he, he just kind of raises that knee. He he's uh, he slows the DB down. You see the DB's coming a little bit faster and it slows him down a little bit. Even the DB, get, get in your high horse right there a little bit, man. What are you doing? Like, if I if I was a coach and I saw that, I'd be like, dude, what the, what what are you doing? Get the DB behind you, literally like uh, move, dude. Like trying to push you on the back. You have your guy throw you over because you're just hesitating so much. Get get your ass outside. Damn, that bad bad DB right there. Um. A little hesitation, continues at the sideline. So I don't like the end of this, but I remember this. Okay, so you have the guy at another high angle, puts on the brakes, spins inside of that, sees another guy coming. I think he breaks inside of that too. Breaks, jumps inside of that. What I don't like here is just this little part at the end. So good job breaking three tackles right here and getting inside. Finish the play. Continue to sprint. You can see his shoulders come up a little bit. He slows down his stride a little bit, and he starts looking like he's going to get in the touchdown. I think that's what happens personally. Like, I'll play in full speed so you can see it instead of slow motion. So, he has a jets on, jets on, jets on, breaks inside, spin, awesome. Jets on, jets on, <laughs> breaks inside again, and it looks like he slows up and looks back right there. He gets tackled. Isn't that like the uh, – who was that? Uh, who – someone will message me. That, uh, oh, Sammy Watkins, right? Was Sammy Watkins that Bills game? They got a touchdown. Salim Hakeem was on defense for Rex Ryan, and uh, and Sammy was like waving or doing whatever, and then he got tackled at like the two yard line. Strong hands, not afraid. All right, so run, he runs like a like a deep over right here. All right, so there's. I don't know if it was the ref who screwed him up here. Which ref gets some more depth right here? There's a guy running right at you. Um, what he needs to do on this on this deep over over. He drops his shoulder versus that guy. I like to see him avoid this this guy, this guy better because within within those five yards, you're able to get contacted, and drops his shoulder into him. This and this throws off his timing. 
So I would like to see him avoid this better, to be completely honest. There's just a little bit of a criticism. Avoid that better. Gets popped. The good thing about CD, though, is he's, he's not afraid to go over the middle. He's not afraid to get rocked. Um, he, he, he does an alligator arm stuff. So he's going to jump up. Decent hands catch. The hands are a little bit wide. It, again, it hits him in the face. He just catches the end of that ball. At least the right hand, just on the end of that ball. So better. He he needs better hand technique when he's catching balls. His hands, his hands are too wide. In the NFL, again, it's a game of inches. If a guy hits you here, you're probably not going to hold on to that ball unless your hand strength is ridiculous. So, um, you see how it comes loose a little bit right there. The ball is like not really secure in his hands. As soon as he catches this. Yeah, well, his, it's, it's really not – he doesn't have the, the best hand position. If he did have better hand position, he caught the tip of the ball. I'll just see him as he's going to the ground tuck it because that almost knocks the ball loose. He is able to hold on to it. But, again, I like that he's going up between three defenders, knows he's probably going to take a shot in the ribs, takes that shot, takes another shot, and holds on to the ball. So he could improve, but I, I like, I like his, uh, his balls there. So uh, nine or 19 – Meh, nine route. All right, so you have some. It's kind of like skipping here. Again, this is not really doing much. Like that, this is not threatening. Does that look threatening? It's not threatening. So I, I don't love that release. Um, and it ends up not being a good route. Obviously, I put meh. So needs to do more right here, not just this up uh, upright. NFL DB might get into your chest right here. You're upright. Um, he's kind of just like skipping a little bit. Plants off the right, stabs inside, gets gets to the outside, bows a little bit outside. Again, he starts working from the from the bottom of numbers, and he's way far outside of the 30 right there. Using another two yards, he bows it. So um, not the best route. The next play. All right. Play 20 of 28. Again, we have 28 plays coming of um, of Judy. And then we have, um, I think, 15 plays of Lamb. I'm not Lamb, of uh, of um, Rugs, which is going to be a shorter review. 15 plays of Lamb is making like 30 minutes. It's make a 30-minute quick show um, on Thursday. And then Chase sounds like 28 plays, I think, as well. So top of the screen. like hop step right there where he's, 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 he's closing ground with the right and then still plants off of the right while raising his left foot. So it's kind of like it's, it's, it's low in the cornerback a little bit to sleep, but um, like a hop, hop release gets onto his toes. So I don't, I don't think it's a terrible release. It, it's, he's not really stemming towards him. The guy is off coverage. So these guys are just, they're, they're playing without their hands. Like it, it, you're taking just why don't they just play with their hands behind their back at, at this point? The, the, some of these corners in, in college, I don't understand what the what the what the the point of this is. If you're gonna play off, you're not gonna get your hands on. Then play freaking off seven to nine yards. Take a read step or two. Read the quarterback's drop. So if you see the quarterback takes, what does he take? Snaps the ball and he's looking right at him. So if if he was to play off and he and he sees this, uh, 
one, two, three step drop. He knows that a shorter route's coming and he can drive outside of it. But if you're playing, if you're playing in no man's land, you know, two yards off and you're not going to get your hands on, what's the point? Just, just play with no hands at that point. You're, you're not using a huge part of what you're supposed to be doing as a cornerback. So a um, little hop step. There's not much of this release. It's not a great corner, to be completely honest. Now, this, this, the, the, the route break is what I want to see cleaned up. Um, for me, that foot is too far outside of his frame. That, that break foot, B-R-E-A-K, breaks to the outside. So you see that's really far outside of his frame. I would say it's a little bit tighter to him, and that's why his dry foot. So you have the break foot and he, you know, a little toe drag right there, which slows him down. Again, see how this is not generating a lot of power. So good ankle flexibility right there from his left foot, but you, you want to see that dry foot as much under the frame as you can. So this is too far outside of his frame, which leads to that being outside of his frame because he's not really slowing down his momentum. Again, a little, little bit too far for me. Dry foot outside of his frame, good flexibility though. And gets around. He just doesn't see the ball. So he can improve on some stuff there again. 21. Yak vision. Again, a lot of the really good plays I'm showing are like these like yak type plays, which how much does that translate? I think he can go for the ball well. Like he has some good body control and things like that. But a lot of these catches I'm showing you, he's catching the midsection of the ball, the end of the ball, or it's hitting him in the chest or the face. Yeah, against the NFL DB, you better you better be catching the tip of that ball. And again, he's a little bit lanky, so we'll see how it works out. And again, this is why he's not my number one. Uh, they run this is what I call like a shield screen, where you're gonna um, you're gonna stem up for like a step and then work back to the line of scrimmage, work back to the quarterback, and guys are gonna pull out for you. That's why I call it a shield. So catches it, sees the the defender from the inside, little jump cut right there, a little jump cut gets around him, continues to the outside and down the line of scrimmage. Sees that corner plant hard outside. Sees an inside track. Avoids that guy. Continues upfield. Jumps inside of this guy, so he slows down. Sees the guy, again, taking a really high angle, too high of an angle. Jumps inside of him, breaks that arm tackle, and is able to run it for a touchdown. I'll play it in full speed so you can appreciate it. So, good play. Again, in the NFL, are they missing all these tackles? You better hope not. At least for that for that uh, that defensive meeting room, <laughs> you better hope not. If you're missing tackle like that on Greg Williams' defense, you better watch, you better watch out that that uh, that Monday or even that that day if you're in the locker room. So play 22. He's in the slot. Okay, so um, I'm not loving the route stem. He's coming off like 85. He, so so it, it's good in terms of him altering his speed. He comes off with his shoulders down, but then his shoulders come up. So he's running at an altered pace right here. Right here. He's not running fast. And then once he, once he breaks outside, he, he kicks in the higher gear. So you can see it's a little bit slower here. And then he breaks outside and he, and he turns it up a little bit. Maybe he could do more with his route stem. I would, I would like to see him stem inside a little bit, you know, rock or something. Um, because this corner, if he was athletic and he was more ready for that break, now maybe, you know, now that route speed, that 85% route speed, 90% route speed, you know, gets the corner to, to stand upright a little bit and not expect him to come into full speed or the corner thinks he has them, but there could still be more work done, uh, work done here. So kicks him the full speed to the outside. 
most likely looks back to the quarterback right here and he sees the quarterback's not loading up the throw or maybe he's about to look at him. But um, he's knocking the ball right here, so he continues up the field. I really like how he initiates contact right here. So he bo he's bowing it out, but he doesn't want to get uh, – you know, squeeze to the sky, uh, to the sideline right here. So he's going to work back to the to the uh, to the defender, the defensive back. Get his hand into him to create that pressure, and then make the catch. So again, if he just continues to the outside right here, he gets in the, the the DB gets into his hip pocket. It's a harder throw. It's a harder catch. But good job of coming back into him to initiate that contact, then find the ball, and go up and get it. Now with the catch, it's not the cleanest catch, but there's a reason for that. He goes, and he goes like to box him out. Good job, you know, uh, keeping his body inside and extending to the ball. Now he he's going to bring his uh, left hand up, but you can see it gets knocked down by that by the DB's left hand. So the left knocks down the left, and it makes it a little bit harder of a catch because now he can't bring that hand up to secure the ball. So it hits him kind of in the palm and rolls down to his forearm. But good job bringing it to his shoulder and being able to catch that. And then after after he catches it, he goes to the ground and and he's gonna he's going to spin his body right here and tuck it in his right. So he's not landing on the arm because if he was to, let's say if he was just to go down and, and have that in his left, the ground pops the ball out, but good job. You want to roll away from it. And you can see he's going to make an effort to roll away from it. And he's going to land on his left side right here. I can guarantee it. Um, even though the play doesn't go to there. So, or on his back, if he turns that far, but you don't want to land, you don't want to land on the arm that you're catching the ball because that's going to pop it out. The ground's going to force it out. You don't want to see that. Uh, next play, 23. All right. Bottom of the screen. Like a quasi-split release. Not really coming to even. He's just bringing that foot back. So it's kind of a wasted movement, to be honest. There's not really much he's doing. If you want to start with your left foot forward, then start with your left foot forward. Um, it's like a quasi-split. So this is you can call this like a dead leg or or a shuffle. Like as he gets his as he gets his feet like um as he gets to the guy. So one step, the the right foot stays back, and a little bit of a crossover. So you can call you can call this a dead leg. You can call this a shuffle release. It looks like he works from the top of the numbers, a little bit down. So I'd call that more of a shuffle release. So shuffle release crossover plants hard off the right this is what i call it when it's a crossover when it's like when it's the one two one two so he's given the illusion that he's breaking outside with the head fake then plants off of that off of that left foot that outside foot and then he continues to work up like this is kind of a weird route where he's gonna he should he probably can just cross in now but he sees the corner not reacting i guess and, and stems him up a little bit more upfield so it's like it's it's kind of a weirder route break, but it's it's decent. Like I said, with the with the shuffle release, with the crossover. But after that crossover, he continues upfield and gives him like another another stab outside and breaks in. Whatever. Um, quarterback throws the ball, which he can step into. He doesn't. One is hurts right, and hurts just misses him. So it should be a touchdown right there. So decent release. The cornerback doesn't really do much again. A lot of these cornerbacks are playing with their hands behind their back in college. Um, which is frustrating to watch. Not if you're an Oklahoma fan, but 
Okay. So there's like so many different types of, of like outbreaks. Like you have, you have circus routes, which are like 10 to 12 yards. People call a circus route a blaze out. Some people call a, um, a, a stem out. Uh, some people call a stem out a Colorado out. There's whips, there's jerks, there's pivots. Um, this is a whip to me because of, uh, because of how he sets it up where he's running really flat right here. Now, if he was to run less flat and break outside, then I would call it either because it, cause it's short. I would either call it a, I'd probably call it a Colorado. Um, but regardless, I'm calling this a whip and I don't like this whip because he turns his hips back and he has to fight his hips here. So if you're going to run the whip and you're going to work down on scrimmage and get flat right there, what I would like to see is the right foot. I would like to see him get his hips more, more, uh, a little bit turned to the right a little bit. I would like to see the right foot be the stop step. So the right foot instead of the left foot right here. And then once you throw that left, I mean, once you throw that right, you're going to, you're going to start to pivot off of it, break off of the left, off of the end step of the left and then break outside. But when he, what he does here is he stops off to the left. So he stops off of the left, but he's not really committing like fully to it like he is, but just at a weird angle. So it's not really slowing him down. And then he has to take like, so he, so he takes like that stop step, stop step, stop step, break step. So it takes, it takes him one, two, three, four steps to get out of that route because he's fighting against his hips. Like he's turning against his, his, uh, he's turning against his hips right here. So again, so I like to see right foot, right foot really commit to it and now your left comes over as you rotate your hips you plant that left hard and you get outside in two steps instead of four maybe it's three but it's not four it's it wouldn't be four here so it's it's a weird oh now if it was a now if it was like a they're coaching us like a blaze where it's going to work like that i don't know but regardless it's not it's not a great break so really throw yourself over that foot and his eyes and the thing about like committing to breaks like this, when it's like a really, really sharp, like 180 degree step, like three steps into the break, they're looking at their feet until, until they break. You'll, I'll show that at, at a different time. I'll have an example of it. So you want to, he wants to be looking at his feet because your shoulders still want to be over your toes right here, over your toes, over your toes. And you want to see his body still down right here and looking at that toe, but his eyes are coming out of his break too fast right here. He's looking out of it before he's even breaking. So um, he doesn't have this break as quick as he should. For me, 25, four plays left. Um, all right. Sorry, you guys are hearing my itch my nose. Um, scratch my nose, whatever you want to call it. Top of the screen. He were he stems towards the corner. Again, there's more that could be done here. Eh, well, if if he's if he's coached to run a ten yard out or a comeback, whatever it is, then it, then it's fine. The guy's giving him so much room. So I'm not going to kill him for that. The break. Hold on, I might have to count those real quick. One, two, three. 
it's rounded. You see all of that right there? That's rounded. So um, his knees are over his toes, but I like to see him slam that foot into the ground a little bit more. Hold on. He does slam it. I like to see him get his knees over his toes a little bit more right there. And that right foot. It's really not the it's not it's really not the left foot, I think, is bad right there. I think it's the right foot. It's not really slammed into it. For for me, just watching like a, a good amount of routes, and like I think receivers and corners and probably maybe offensive line now are the most I know about. It's not the left foot that's the problem right there. I think it's the lack of aggressiveness from the right foot. So if that right foot's gonna be a stop step, if you're gonna take a two a two step break or two two stop steps to get out of that route, commit to both stop steps. There's not every route's obviously not a not a one step stop. So one, two, it looks like he's leaning out of that a little bit before. So see how he's kind of like he's not committed to that to that stop step right there. Like that step's not really doing much. He's already leaning out of it and setting back. So one over over um or that one stop step, the first one to the left, commit he commits to it. But then this one he kind of is he's he's leaning out of it a little bit too early. So I like to see him commit, commit. Even commit to that third and then break because when you start to when you start when you start to break outside off of that left foot, um, you're not going to generate a lot off your left foot. And you're cutting to the outside. It's just not how it works. You, you need to drive off the other foot. So I would almost like to see him throw the right foot out first, right foot out first, left foot out, then drive off, then break off of that right foot. But he starts to break off of his left, which really doesn't do much. And then the right comes out to break off of it. Then it's his drive set. So I, I, in, in my opinion, there's a, there, because of the footwork here and how he breaks it, this is where I talk about like a, he has a wasted step in the top of his route. That, this, that left foot's a wasted step. There's no really need for that. If he, was to, if he was to stop off of his right, then the left, then break off of the right, and then that left becomes the drive where he wastes that extra step. And then it's rounded. That's just how I've been taught. Um, or I learned. I did. I, I taught myself. <clears throat> Which, by the way, if you're trying to get into football, like I, I think having a good baseline knowledge is good. But if you're trying to like really get into it, it takes hours and hours and hours and hours and hours for years to 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 know a good amount. Um, in my opinion. So, uh, top of the screen right here, we just see his legs. Looks like he's running like a deep over, um, and he uses a he stretch release. So when that back foot comes outside and you're going to plant hard and drive off the inside, that's what called, that's what's called a stretch release. That's to get him to react outside. Corner tries a one-hand jam him and get inside. Oh, yeah, okay. So the, so the corner wants to maintain his outside leverage. Even though he's not inside, which is kind of weird. If, if, I was the, if I'm the DB coach here and he's playing, he's playing a, a cover two and he's a cloud corner, get to the outside and reroute him to the inside. Get your hands on him. But you don't want to be, you don't want to be outside or inside leverage because if he was to beat you outside – now the safeties have to work all the way to the over, over top. You want to see him with outside leverage if he's that cloud corner. But regardless, um, stretch release, gets to the inside. He's going to alter his route right here. So uh, he comes out with an altered speed, slow, 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 breaks inside, drops his hips, and gets inside of that punch. I'm not sure if he – it looks like he swats away that hand right there. Yeah, he swats away that hand right there. So good job swatting away the hand. Um, I, like, I like the stretch release right here. I like him altering his route speed and getting inside, breaking inside hard. Um, works down the field in the over. Catches the ball. Catches the ball. Breaks down. Knows that guy's going to come over top. Just good awareness. Like I don't know if he sees this guy or if he just has that, that innate ability. Breaks down. Jumps away from him. And works for an extra you know, half a yard or something like that. But still, still pretty nice. 
So there's there's good and bad there. Last two plays. Top of the screen, soft press, inside leverage. Oh, this is not bad. So this is what I call like he like walks he he walks it up on him. He's just high and he just he literally just walking up on him. So like walk it out, walk it up, whatever you want to call it. He walks it up to get on his toes. Again, could he be more aggressive with his break? For sure. He's not really generating a lot of power right here. He's not really committing to it. He's just, he's kind of just, it's, it's, I don't want to call it, it's not a lazy route, but he could definitely do more to generate more sharpness inside. You really, really throw that break foot into the ground and, and like throw out a, a outside, like a, like a head fake and uh, get into that route. But here it's not really, it's not very, very aggressive. It's just, I, I just want to see him be more, more powerful here, more aggressive right here, break inside. Um, on the slant, breaks inside, catches the ball, touchdown. So he, he walks it out, but again, the only problem I have with it is the the top of it. I'll just see a little bit more aggression right there. He, he gives him a little a little hesitation. He pumps his arms. And the good the good thing about the break too is like people call it like the el elbow jam. When you're breaking inside, you want to take that. If you're breaking inside off your left foot, you want to take that arm of that of the opposite foot you're cutting off of and throw that backwards because it's turning your momentum. So you're breaking while throwing that arm backwards, which turns your hips. So they call it the elbow jam. So a uh, good job with the elbow, throwing that hand back right there as he cuts, turns his hips. But I, I think there could be more aggression with the feet right there, more power through the feet, uh, catches the ball, touchdown. Last play, attack blind spot. Uh, I don't know if he attacks the blind spot super well right here, but I guess he does a little bit. Uh, top of the bottom of the screen, sorry. Again, could he be more ready at the snap right here? Let's see. Yeah, I think he'd be more ready at the snap. He's standing pretty straight up right there. Again, just a little bit lower in the stance. It, it reduces that recoil. Cornerback is with inside leverage. He stems towards him. Okay, so he stems. The DB plays this weird. He stems towards him, but he flips his hips outside. He works to the blind spot. So... He op so he's stemming him inside, cuts it back upfield. He's like a little rocker right here, I think. No, maybe not. One, two. Maybe maybe it's a tiny bit of a rocker. He breaks off the right to the outside and back inside. So it's almost like a rocker in the middle of that. Um, attacks his blind side where he can't where he can't see, and then cuts outside on the on the comeback. So it's a deep comeback right here. So. Uh, That left foot, I can't tell if it steps on his foot. I would, I would screw up his foot, his his feet. One, two, three, four, five. So there's some bedtime again. So get the top of his routes, he could use work on. To me, what I'm seeing here, I would I've watched a couple more times just to to see exactly what I want to say. Um, it looks like he's not committing to that. Like it looks like it might be old. Oh, uh, he might be over his toes a little bit, but it looks like he doesn't really slam into the ground. Like he does, but trust me, it's not completely slammed into the ground. And he looks like he's leaning out of it a little bit. Like where I had, if I had a bed, if, if I had a view right behind him, his 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 hips and his upper body are leaning to the left while that's in front of him to the right. So it looks like he's leaning out a little bit. So commit, 
commit and then break. I don't want to see, I don't want to see break and then try to then try to cut off that inside foot, like as your, as your break foot. So if anything, stop, step, stop, step, then break. So he kind of stop, step, break, break, drive. See what I'm saying? It's a little bit of a wasted step. If, if you guys are picking up what I'm, what I'm putting down, hopefully you are. If you're not, um, I'll try to keep running you through it, running you through it. So he's leaning a little bit out of it. I don't want to see his hips turning off of that left foot right there. I want to see that, like I said, break, break, then break off of that. Or sorry, no, sorry. I want to see – this is how I should say it. I don't know if I was screwing that up. I want to see stop, stop, break. He does stop, break, break, drive. You want to see stop, stop, break, drive. And that drive, that, that second drive step, like that false step that he's taking, you see it's like it's outside of his frame a little bit. And it's not easier to work your hips over that when it's in front of you. And that's why it's rounded. There's some dead time. And it takes some more steps right here. Because he's not committing fully to the brakes. And he's, and he's the, the feet are a little bit off. Um, is able to catch the ball. Turn up field. Does he get, how many yards does he get here? Uh, okay, so this is a play in the NFL. I probably just penetrate through that and call it dead. Because he does run back and he could lose a couple of yards. Eh, he doesn't, but you'd still probably want to see him just, just knife through those guys and maybe get to the 45 instead of hopping back and probably losing, you know, two, three yards overall in terms of what he could have gotten. So uh, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, next show I'm break down. Um, I'm breaking down the route running technician and, and Judy or and Judy lamb and, uh, and Jerry Judy. After that, that's coming on. That's coming on Tuesday. Um, then we have rugs on Thursday. Then we have chase on, on Saturday. And then we have the mailbag. Like I said, the mailbag, uh, was it Joe, Joe period blew it at jetsxfactor.com. If not, if you don't have uh, well, you, I think everybody has an email tweet me. Um, hey, question for the mailbag show. I, again, I'd appreciate it. I want to be a more of a fun show again, get serious like four, three versus three, four, what positions should they address? Who do you like? Like we got questions about receivers in the second round, the switch to more of a four, three. If you want to ask about hot dog toppings and burgers and medium rare or rare type of guy, like I, I want those type of questions. So let's have some fun. Uh, tweet at me those questions. And then myself and Kyle Smith, for people who don't know Kyle Smith, you're, you're going to see he's a really better spoke. He's, he's well-spoken. He's better spoken than I am. I stutter more and trip my words where he's a, he's a little bit more uh, calm and well-spoken. He has a softer tone of voice and he can explain things really well where I'm more aggressive and stutter over my words and trying to get too many thoughts out at once. Um, he's a smart Jets fan. So you guys will enjoy him. If you don't know him, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to the show are, you know, Kyle Smith. So send questions for both of us. You can ask him, Hey Kyle, why, why are you being an ass? Uh, get a podcast back rolling or, or jump on with Joe Moore. I'm fine with that question. So uh, do that. I will see you guys on Twitter. I'll be posting up uh, rugs probably tomorrow, maybe a, a play or two tonight. And um, that's about it. And uh, 12 days into the draft. Get excited. Follow on with the show again. The reviews are appreciated. Uh, since I've been asking, I got I got the one review, uh, five star on review. And I got the two other five stars. Uh, I'm at 48 right now. Leave a leave a five star rating and a review. That's the only way I see your name is if you leave the review. I'll choose a random person uh, to get a to get a, a free subscription for life to Jets X Factor. Which, listen, even if you just want to get numbers, we have a ridiculous amount of numbers. You can click on Nani's numbers, or you can get my full podcast uh, watchable. 
um, with that, you can get a bunch of things. So I'll give one of, one of those away for free. Maybe at like a hundred, we'll give like a helmet or something like that. But uh, the reviews are appreciated. Like I said, it gets me out to more people. It helps more people see it. The site gets more um, revenue. We upgrade the computers. We upgrade a lot of stuff. We upgrade the site. We add more writers, whatever it may be. Um, right now it's really just, it's, it's me, me, Mike and Sabo. And I don't know how much more we need than that, but we'll see in the future. Uh, appreciate you guys following along. And like I said, I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you in two days.